Hi, I'm Father Columba Jordan, and welcome to Little by Little. We originally recorded these podcasts as videos, which are available on YouTube, but we also wanted to make them available to you on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Hope you enjoy. God bless. Are you a Christian hypocrite? Ta-da, are you? It comes from a Greek word, which means to have two faces, which and we use this, right? In regular, in regular parlance, in regular usage, we'll you know, talk about hypocrisy, but we'll also say like, oh, they're totally two-faced, oh, which means they were all really nice to you, you know, when they were talking to you, but then behind their back, they were talking about you or, or something like that, right? And so it, no, you don't like people who are two-faced. You don't like being treated that way. You want to think that the person you're talking to, like this is who, this is how they, who they really are and that they're treating you the same way they treat other people. But we're not always that way and probably everybody has got some part of hypocrisy in us. Now, hypocrisy in terms of the, the sin and kind of where it comes from in our hearts, it's connected to vanity. Vanity, of course, is connected to pride, but we start with vanity. Vanity is where you have this, this real keen desire and you really, really want the esteem of other people. You kind of almost need it and you'll do stuff to get the praise, the esteem of other people. You, you, you need that other people would think that you're great. Okay. Now that obviously sets the stage for, you know, if you're thinking, well, how can I get the esteem of people? Well, if they think I'm amazing or if they think I am the way that they, they would like me to be, or that they have, you know, aspects that are uh, of my character that, you know, they think are great. So I might adapt myself to win the esteem of these people. And then I might adapt myself again and act a different way to win the esteem of these people and these people. And then you end up getting cut into all sorts of, you've got loads of, not just two faces, you find multiple faces. But then it raises the question, okay, but who are you? You know, when all is said and done, when you're in your room on your own, just you and God, who are you? And why would it not be okay to be you with not just God or yourself? with a mirror, or with everybody. The solution to hypocrisy is integrity. You could take it different angles. You could say humility, you could say simplicity, truthfulness, honesty. Um, but let's go with integrity. Integrity, same word as integer, you know, like a whole number. Uh, it means to be whole, it means to be one. So you don't have two faces, you've got one face. You don't have two of you, you've got one of you. Back in the day, in the 90s or so, when you use a word processor on a computer, you didn't, when you type stuff in, if you wanted to like change the size of the text or, or change the format or change the, the, the font, you actually didn't see a change on your screen. You just had to believe when you changed the setting to Times New Roman from Arial that the font was actually going to change and it would only show up in when you printed the page. So it was actually very difficult because then you would print the page and you would see it was all off and you'd have to go back and change it a little bit, but you didn't see a change in your screen. You print it again and it was too small. So then WYSIWYG came along. What you see is what you get and you could see it on your screen. And what, what was on your screen when you hit print, that's what came on the page. It was amazing. Maybe for you, that sounds like it's the most obvious, natural, normal thing. Why would they even do that? Not or like not have that. So it's, it's this great new thing. And if it can work in computers, hopefully it can also work in our life that we, what people would see when they talk to us is what they would get. When I would be talking to somebody else, if somebody else happened to, to hear what I said, they would see the same Father Columba. 
that I wouldn't be multiple people. And when I talk to God, I would be the same me. I wouldn't be trying to, you know, pretty it up. Oh, Lord, thou seest my holiness and my struggle. No, you're always you, but that's not easy. St. Catherine of Siena, to encourage us in this, she said, if you are what you should be, you set the whole world on fire. That's pretty cool. If you are who you are, without pretending, without pretending you're holier than you should be, without pretending you're worse than you should be, really start from who you are in your weakness, in your giftedness, and you let God into that. You can set the world on fire. You can impact not just a few people around you or not just your life, but you can impact the whole world. You can make a global difference, which is really, really extraordinary claim. But it's, it's a real claim. She wasn't lying. She wasn't like saying that to you just to get an effect. And then she was behind the behind doors going, that's totally not true. Like she's telling the truth. So let's start from that point. There's, this is a thing we want to change. And it's got a tremendous positive impact they can have. Now, what we might call specifically Christian hypocrisy would mean on Sunday, when I'm at mass, I'm looking all holy. But then on Monday, I'm some other way. Maybe more specifically, Saturday night, I am some other way. Now, what's your area? Is there one particular area of hypocrisy? You're like, yeah, one particular group of people who you're not yourself with. You're trying to please them. I would recommend trying to, first of all, find out what is, what is your particular area of weakness or temptation with hypocrisy. For a lot of young people, it would come in three major areas of chastity, of sobriety, and of excellence. And excellence, I would describe as whatever it is are your duties in life that you really give everything you have to achieving them. Take a look. Are they areas that you struggle with? Are they areas where you have some form of hypocrisy? Are they, they areas where the, the call of the gospel is, you know, you kind of kind of want to do it, but you kind of don't. And maybe some people you say you will do it, but others you, you just don't, don't follow through at all. Change begins by realizing that you have to change and what areas you have to change in. Step two, after you know your areas and you kind of admit your areas, you lean into those areas and claim them. Then you want to, you don't want to hold on to them. You want to bring them to God and really ask his help because the Christian life's not possible. It's not possible for you. It's not possible for me to live the way Jesus lived, right? Well, firstly, well, he's God. So that should make sense. But it's more than that because he called us to live the way he lived. And we just don't have what it takes. He said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. No pressure. Why did he do this? It's not to discourage us, but rather to help us to realize we need help. We're not enough to do this. We need the help of another. We need the help not only of any old person, but of God. So that as we come to see areas where we don't measure up or where we are hypocritical, we can then come to him and just admit them, say sorry, and ask for his help because he's dying to help us. He wants to, to give us everything we need to live this impossibly beautiful life. He wants to give you, in fact, the power that you could set the whole world on fire, as St. Catherine said. Once you've done that, then you can get on with, with looking, okay, if this is my area of challenge in hypocrisy, so let's say excellence. So I really, really struggle to give my all to my work. To bring that to God and, and to sit down with it and to invite his, his grace and his, his insight, Say, okay, what's one way in which I could grow in this area? What's one way I could challenge myself this day, this week to grow in this area? And, and just to focus on that in your prayer and in your efforts to really go for that. Don't rely on your own strength. I got, I, it's okay, God, I got this. That's called Pelagianism. When you think, I'm just going to try harder. It's like, no, it's not about relying on your strength. 
It's about relying on his strength. It's about admitting that you can't do something and welcoming his power in. That's actually how humanity is supposed to work. So we recognize what these areas are. We bring them to God and ask for his help. And then we set ourselves some practical goals and resolutions. Say, okay, this is what I'm going to try to do and then see how you do. And at the end of the week, at the end of the day, you know, so did that work? Make some shifts, make changes, ask for more help, humble yourself more and go again. And you'll find bit by bit, by God's grace, you, you can start to bring real transformation. Or think of the person, like, is there one person who you, you struggle to be more, to be open with, to be yourself with? And it's like, well, can I, can I do something there? Is there someone, for example, like if you're a secret Christian, if you're like, well, I'm, uh, don't tell anybody, I'm like a Nicodemus, you know, who came to Jesus at night. I just want to do this on the quiet. Is there a way, with, like with one person, you could be more open about your Christianity? Uh, not not in terms of like trying to evangelize them necessarily, but just to say no, I'm I'm actually uh, yeah I'm trying to live this live the gospel and um, yeah it's been it's been good been a challenge been this been that you know just to be start to be open of course that then means you could be accused of being a Christian hypocrite but but when if someone says that you do yeah yeah join join the queue join the queue and of course Jesus wants to encourage us in this he said this great line which you may have heard he said come to me. All you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. So in whatever it is that you, in life is, is a bit too hard to do, that you realize you need help, just come to him with all your heart and he will help you. He will help to transform this whole area of hypocrisy and completely set us free. Amen. I hope this is helpful. God bless you. Bye-bye.